In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, glory be to Jesus Christ. Today in our Vespers we have been commemorating the holy martyr Calistratus. Calistratus was a descendant of a soldier who served in Jerusalem under Pontius Pilate. This ancient relative of his saw the miracles which took place at the crucifixion of Christ. He became a Christian, went back home and gave the Christian faith to his family, and then the next generation became Christians and so on until this generation that Calistratus was born in. So he was born as a Christian, had Christian parents, but he lived in a very paganly dominated world. He joined the army and he was the only Christian in this whole regiment. I, as I was thinking about his life today, I was comparing his life to my life. And that is about the only thing we have in common is the fact that we, we are Christians or Christians in a minority Status. My whole life I have lived as a Christian, and especially as an Orthodox Christian, without too many other Orthodox Christians around me. And so it is with all of you. And this can be difficult at times. But that's kind of where the similarity ends, because Calistratus' life was much more difficult than my life. As part of being a Christian, he would say his prayers regularly, and especially at night, he would rise up in the middle of the night and pray. So one of his fellow soldiers saw this and reported him to the authorities because it was illegal to be a Christian. And so he was brought before the commander of the, his army, Persentinus, and he wasn't asked to, to deny his faith. He wasn't asked to, to change any of his beliefs at all. All he had to do was offer a sacrifice to the idols. The pagans didn't really care how many gods you had. You could worship Jesus Christ as long as you worshipped the pagan gods as well. And there were really no other stipulations put on him. So he could easily have just added this aspect to his life of offering a sacrifice to an idol, even if it meant nothing to him personally. He could have put on sort of a veneer and done the cultural thing. And we, we, we can experience that ourselves. Sometimes we don't believe in what's going on in the culture, and yet we might feel compelled to just kind of go along with the culture. And this can apply to how we entertain ourselves. This can apply to how we eat, how we dress, uh, how we talk to each other. But for Calistratus, it was a very clear situation. 
offer sacrifice to idols, you'll be fine. You can live, go on living your life the way you were. But he would not. And so eventually he was martyred, but in the process of his martyrdom, he convinced 49 other soldiers by his faith, by his life, by his example, to follow him in martyrdom. And so a total of 50 soldiers were put to death for their faith. So now I'm comparing his life to mine. Now, today I had a wonderful day. This morning I went to downtown Crawfordsville and we prayed publicly in the city square for our country. We confessed our faith in Christ. We showed our faith in Christ. We put up an icon of Christ for everyone to see. Then I came home and enjoyed the day with my family most of my children, and most of my grandchildren. Then at 5 o'clock, I got on my electronic device, didn't need a television set. That's old-fashioned. I got out my iPad and watched live the announcement of our president, Donald Trump, of his nomination of a woman to the Supreme Court, a candidate who is a Roman Catholic woman with seven children, five biological children and two children that her and her husband adopted from from Haiti. She is a devout Roman Catholic. She has served on a a district court in Chicago. When she was vetted for that office, when she was grilled by the Democrats, she was criticized especially because she took her faith so seriously. And yet she was, uh, she was able to, to be appointed to the court. So I thought about my beautiful day, all the freedom that I have. And that how all these freedoms are hanging in the balance. Possibly even with this Supreme Court nominee. Because our First Amendment rights, the right to free speech, the right to uh, express our religion, worship the way we want to. Our Second Amendment rights, the right to bear arms. And other rights are all at risk and could lay in the hands of the Supreme Court someday. Our lives, our life as a Christian nation is hanging in the balance. If the Democrats win this coming election, they will attempt to pack the court with liberal justices who will undo the progress made by the appointment of this conservative justice. They also have many other plans to move us to become more of a socialist, communist country. Eventually, a country in which we could suffer the same type of persecution that this Calistrata suffered. 
And the Black Lives Matter movement is a foretaste of what this kind of, kind of culture could be. The Black Lives movement, movement is an attempt to coerce people to do certain things, to say certain things, to raise a fist, to kneel down in obedience, to say certain things out of coercion. And we don't need to look far to see where this all leads. You can look at communist Russia in the 1920s, the Bolsheviks. You can look at communist China and Mao and the the Communist Chinese Party even today. You can look at other places where the communists have gotten in power and freedom has been lost. So I wonder about our lives. Would it be better for us to continue in our freedom and to, to have such a peaceful life? Or would it be better to be put in a position where we would be forced to choose our faith against the threat of death? Well, I don't have an opinion on that. But I do know that the best thing is for us to live a radical Christian lifestyle regardless of the context. Whether it's in freedom or in persecution, we must not be molded to the culture. We need to stand up for the right to life. We need to continue to fight for the overturn of Roe v. Wade. That's what this election is about. That's what this Supreme Court nomination is about. We need to live lives of holiness. We need to give up those aspects of the culture that, that really are causing us to participate in the paganism of our culture. So my children in Christ, let us look to Calistratus as an example. Let us decide in our own minds that we will follow Christ, whether in persecution or in freedom, to the very best of our ability. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, glory be to Jesus Christ. Amen.